Why is our society so quick to label everyone a narcissist? Hello, my friend. Welcome to Something for Everybody, the podcast to help those who listen feel more loved and connected. My name is Aaron Mashbitz, and my mission is to help you realize your potential and capabilities through conversations and deep insights so you can make your prior best your new baseline. Today is a solo episode about narcissism. I go over what narcissism actually is. I talk about the dark triad and narcissistic personality disorder. And I go over six toxic phrases that highly narcissistic people use. In other news, this show is brought to you by Amare. Amare is the mental wellness company and I use their products daily. So click the link in the show notes, check out all the products, and use the code EVERYBODY at checkout for $10 off your entire order. Now, on to episode 164 of Something for Everybody. Hello, my friend. Welcome to Something for Everybody. My name is Aaron Mashbitz. And the definition, the definition of narcissism is excessive interest in or admiration of oneself and one's physical appearance. That is the classic definition of narcissism. Now, in today's society, we have become very, very quick, very, very quick to label someone whom is an ex-partner, an ex-friend who we disagree with, who has differing opinions, or talks about things they're doing, or whatever. We just have become very quick to label someone a narcissist. And now there's a couple different things here. I think that for the majority of us, we all have some narcissistic tendencies. We all have some narcissistic tendencies. Sometimes we all have uh, an admiration for ourselves or our physical appearance, or we have excessive interest in ourselves, or we manipulate people, or we uh, things like that, right? All of these sort of traits. We have some self centeredness, um, we have some selfishness, we have a sense of entitlement. Sometimes we have a lack of empathy, sometimes we have a need for admiration, right? All of these things are part of narcissism, and all of us at some points in our life will carry some of these narcissistic personality traits. A lot of the times, most of the time when we're younger, and as we grow and mature and have life experiences, we tend to sort of age out and mature out of those narcissistic tendencies. So that's just narcissism generally. Again, I think we're, we've are we been very quick lately in our society, maybe over the last couple of years, I've noticed it could be longer, that we just label everyone a narcissist. Everyone. Everyone is a narcissist. And I think what people mean is that they really mean that they have narcissistic personality disorder, which is a totally different thing and not even close to just these general characteristics that sometimes we possess we possess in a narcissistic way. Again, we can all be selfish or have a sense of entitlement or lack empathy or need admiration. Um, all of these are characterized in a personality type. And that's what narcissism is. It's a personality type and the narcissistic personality disorder is one step above that. And so 
I think we can start to use other words to potentially describe some of these people that we might be talking about. Yes, this person was selfish, or this person did a selfish thing, or yes, they manipulated me, or they did whatever the case was uh, specifically to your experience, but not, we can't be so loose to label every single person a narcissist. It's just not the case. It's not the case. And so I just wanted to start off right off the bat with just explaining maybe that. Again, I think we all have narcissistic tendencies. We do, we really do. We're all human, we're all flawed, we all make mistakes, we're not perfect, no one's ever gonna be perfect, no one has been perfect. And we have human wants and desires and sometimes that lands us to have entitlement or lack of empathy or a need for admiration um, or excessive interest in ourselves or whatever the case may be is at some points in our life we have those tendencies or those characteristics, but as we grow in emotional intelligence and emotional maturity and life experience and just maturity in general, we can have more willpower and self-control over those tendencies and allow our better traits, um, humility, compassion, uh, cooperation, negotiation, care, um, competence to override some of those potential narcissistic um, characteristics that we might have shown earlier in life. And so we're just really quick to label as everyone a narcissist. I think we need to expand our vocabulary and understand the definition of it a little bit better and understand that narcissism and having and inherently having some of those characteristics and then being able to have control over those characteristics. But then the actual disorder is the narcissistic personality disorder, which is a much heavier, much deeper thing that um, very few people actually have. Like it's not a widespread personality disorder. Narcissistic personality disorder is a small percentage of the population. And so again, we can't be so loose to label everyone that. And on top of that, narcissistic personality disorder is part of uh, the dark triad, okay? The term dark triad refers to a trio of negative personality traits. One being narcissistic personality disorder, Machiavellianism, and psychopathy. Um, and so these are very common, um, very, uh, these all share, excuse me, these all share very common uh, malevolent features, very malevolent features. That's why they're called the dark triad. And so um, people with these traits tend to be callous and manipulative, uh, willing to do or say practically anything to get their way. They have an inflated view of themselves and are often shameless about self-promotion. These individuals are likely to be impulsive and may engage in dangerous behavior, in some cases even committing crimes without any regard for how their actions affect others. That's why it's the dark triad. While many researchers consider psychopathy, narcissism, and Machiavellianism, these distinct traits with overlapping characteristics. Um, others believe the commonality suggests an underlying personality construct that has really yet to be uh, fully understood. And so I just wanted to let you know about that because if we're so quick to label people uh, as narcissists, then we're really throwing them into this really intense dark triad of psychopathy, narcissism, and Machiavellianism. And so we really need to understand better what narcissism really is, um, what narcissistic personality disorder is, and what it sort of um, 
uh, encompasses, I think is a good way to put it. And so I wanted to just quickly touch on that. I'm not going to go over go over the other two pieces of the dark triad, uh, Machiavellianism or psychopathy. Might do some later episodes on those if this episode gets feedback, good feedback, and I get some feedback or comments on wanting me to go deeper into the dark triad, which I can do a bunch, because I don't know a lot about it, I can do some research for it and prepare an episode that could potentially be worth uh, watching or listening to. So let me know about that. But right now we're just sticking into narcissism, which again, you heard the the brief already now you understand sort of the the basic definition of it. You understand that narcissism or narcissistic personality disorder is inside of the dark triad, which, in, which includes these three very, very malevolent, very, very malevolent uh, negative personality traits or disorders, which is, again, psychopathy, Machiavellianism, and the narcissistic personality disorder. And so a little bit more about NPD. Right, because this is really what we're talking about when we label someone a narcissist. The hallmarks of NPD or narcissistic personality disorder are grandiosity, a lack of empathy for other people, and a need for admiration. People with this condition are frequently described as arrogant, self centered, manipulative, and demanding. They may also have grandiose fantasies and may be convinced that they deserve special treatment. These characteristics typically typically begin in early adulthood and must be uh, constantly evident in multiple contexts such as work and in relationships. People with NPD often try to associate with other people they believe are unique or gifted in some way, which can enhance their own self-esteem. They tend to seek excessive admiration and attention and have and have difficulty tolerating criticism or defeat. So, NPD refers to the diagnosable mental disorder, while the term narcissism is a trait that ranges in degree from person to person. That right there is basically what the first you know five minutes of this episode was about. NPD, or narcissistic personality disorder, refers to the diagnosable mental disorder, while the term narcissism is a trait that ranges in degree from person to person. So when we label someone a narcissist, or they have, uh, or whatever, right? What are we referring to? I think we need to be clear in our in our in our language in what we're referring to. Are we referring to NPD, which is a very um, malevolent, diagnosable mental disorder, or are we just saying they have some narcissistic personality traits, like we all do? So I think that's very important. And there are um, there are two types of narcissism. There are two types of narcissism. The one that really everyone knows is grandiose or overt narcissism. And then there's vulnerable or covert narcissism. Grandiose narcissism is marked by extroversion, self-confidence, attention-seeking, and aggression. Vulnerable narcissism is characterized by introversion, high sensitivity, negative emotions, and a need for constant recognition and reassurance. A unifying theme of all forms of narcissistic personality disorder is self-enhancement, the belief that one's thoughts and actions set them apart from others. So I just wanted to set the context on that before I go and really into the, into the bulk of what I wanted to speak about today, which is sort of six toxic phrases that um, uh, highly narcissistic people potentially use. Now, this is a, a paper that a psychologist who studies 
narcissism wrote, and I found it very interesting. I wrote a Twitter thread about it, and now I want to relay it on this podcast. And the reason I sort of did the background information is so we could start to have an idea about people displaying narcissistic characteristics and people having the diagnosable mental disorder of NPD. And yes, sometimes we all portray um, some narcissistic or toxic traits. And so this might be, these six phrases just might be a way to protect yourself from um, maybe getting involved with someone who might have NPD or getting uh, involved with someone who might not have the emotional control over their narcissistic personality types or traits or characteristics or just a way for you to be able to better handle someone that you might be forced to have a relationship with. Say a boss uh, is very narcissistic or has those traits and he doesn't have any control over them or doesn't want to have control over them. Maybe this is a way for you to sort of protect yourself and combat those traits in a healthy manner so you don't get manipulated or taken advantage of in any sort of way so you can keep yourself safe. Potentially these understanding this these six phrases might help in that regard and also understanding sort of the difference and maybe the emotional range and emotional control that people have and why they display some of these different characteristics. And when it really becomes very serious mental disorder, it's then part of the dark, the dark triad, not just throwing the term out very loosely because it's a very serious thing and it's a very malevolent thing when people have uh, NPD. And so, um, you know, this, this psychologist says that the world is full of difficult personalities, but the one that's impossible to avoid is the narcissist. They're usually the most insecure people in the room, but have established a way of appearing ultra confident. This lady has found that in most cases, highly narcissistic people are masters of gaslighting. Their primary goal in a relationship is to offset their insecurity by controlling and manipulating others. So these are just six phrases that potentially some narcissistic people might use often and then how we can deal with them. So let's hop in. Number one, I don't wanna make this about me, but like this state, you've heard this statement many times, right? Many times, statement like this show this sort of self-centeredness, this, um, you know, they're trying to come across as they don't wanna dominate the conversation, yet they do it anyways. It's a like a pseudo disclaimer that gives them permission to only focus on themselves, like throwing out this thing, like I don't wanna make it all about me, but knowing internally they're trying to make it all about me with this like very um, self-centered, uh, sort of manipulative type of phrase, which is the hallmark again of, of these sort of narcissistic traits or characteristics. So that's one to look out for. Uh, and then how to handle it, right? If you get into a conversation with a narcissist, be prepared for their story hour. If it's interesting, listen, you can even treat it like uh, a real podcast. But if you're hoping for a two-way conversation, like look elsewhere. So that's really what you can do. Number two, I'm sorry you feel that way. <clears throat> narcissists have a hard time admitting fault and that is their classic attempt at an apology, but it's actually more of a deflection. With this phrase, they're implying that your feelings are your issues alone and that they'll take no responsibility for their behavior. That last part is the most important. They'll take no responsibility for their behavior. We know that one of the hallmarks of emotional maturity, of strong mental wellness, 
of just a strong overall well-being is someone who takes responsibility for their behavior. Extreme ownership, as our buddy Jocko would say, right? That's the hallmark of a healthy individual is extreme ownership and taking responsibility. If they're just blaming everything on you, it's always your fault no matter what, this could be a sign of some narcissistic personality traits. And how to handle it, um, without genuine remorse, no matter what the transgression was, they'll likely do it again. My advice is to simply disengage. To avoid getting hurt in the future, it is often best to see people for who they really are. That's important, right? See people for who they really are. And you see people for who they really are through actions. Actions tell you everything. Yes, words may mean something, but when the words don't line up with the actions, then it falls through. But really, the actions speak the loudest and we wanna believe those when we see them in a good or a potentially bad way. Number three, why are you doing this to me? Narcissists have a stunning capacity to shift from being the offender to being the victim. You may be the one who has the flu or a tough week at work, but if whatever you're struggling with inconveniences them, it will be framed as their problem. That's tough, that's really tough. Potentially how you can handle it is you can get a degree of power back through self-awareness. Otherwise, you may find yourself constantly wandering or wondering if you're actually at fault. Seek support from a therapist or empathetic friend, for example, to remind yourself that you're not the offender, that you're not the person losing their mind, making things up, that you actually have a grasp on reality and the current situation, and this is what's happening. Write it out, talk it out, and then figure a way to, to, to disengage from that situation or that person, or try to get um, the partnership there, maybe some help, some talk therapy, things to work through, support in any sort of way could could potentially be beneficial for that. Number four, I'm a busy person. I don't have time for this. This can be anything, right? I don't have time for this. Maybe you want to discuss a project you're working on together or you're inviting them to a work event. The hallmarks of a narcissist are entitlement, a lack of empathy, and the inability to maintain reciprocal relationships, reciprocal relationships. Not only are they unable to understand another person's needs, but they're also dismissive of them, okay? They are unable, unable to understand another person's needs, and they're also dismissive of them. Very important, those are hallmarks of people who are portraying highly narcissistic characteristics. <clears throat> Could be pushing on actually having NBD or NPD in this uh, in this situation. We don't know for sure, right? Because unless they're they're diagnosed um, with narcissistic personality disorder, or they're not, right? They just have very severe. They're they're portraying all of these characteristics in a very very severe way, and we keep picking up on them. It could potentially be that way, but we don't want to be quick to label everyone an NPD when they're just showing some of these narcissistic personality traits because now we can be self-aware, we can understand when they're coming, and we can have a better way to handle them moving forward so we're not getting manipulated, not getting taken advantage of, but we're taking our power back in these uh, in these relationships. And so how to handle this is, is recognize their limitations. They likely won't make time for you unless they need something. These relationships are often the equivalent of going to an empty well for water. So do what you can to foster support independent of the narcissist. Number five, I hope you know who you're messing with. The evil twin to this is if you ever do wrong by me, I'll make your life a living hell. This tactic of dangling menace and the possibility of vengeance is how they create an illusion of power and a sense of fear in you. 
Most people don't want to face this perceived threat, so they comply. How to handle this? This can be unsettling. This can be very unsettling, especially if you're dealing with someone who does have a track record of making other people miserable. Documentation is key. Save all emails and messages. If there's a genuine safety issue, work with local authorities to obviously devise a plan. And then number six, it's not fair. It's not fair. Narcissists believe there should be a set of rules for them and separate set of rules for everyone else. When they have to comply, or a consequence is enforced. It's a reminder that they are not special. Whether their friend's company is doing great and making lots of money, or they have to pay a penalty because they tried to game the system and got caught, you can expect a rant of it's not fair statements. How to handle it is you may be tempted to appease them, perhaps out of guilt or to avoid conflict, but doing so will set an impossible precedent. Don't try and be a person who tries to make their life fair for them by making unreasonable personal sacrifices. That's good. Very good. So that's just six, right? Six potential toxic phrases that someone displaying these sort of narcissistic personality characteristics uh, could use. And then hopefully how we can combat them, how we can use them, how we can be self-aware of them, how we can recognize them in other people or in our relationships work otherwise and how we can try and protect ourselves from um, these sort of narcissistic people or their narcissistic traits. And so that's, a, that's sort of a, a brief but pretty intense overlook on that, on narcissism, just, just, excuse me, just the general definition of narcissism and that all of us, all of us, display at times some narcissistic characteristics because we're all flawed human beings, deeply flawed human beings. None of us are perfect. And sometimes we have selfishness or self-centeredness or a lack of, or a sense of entitlement or need for admiration or excessive interest in ourselves. And sometimes those narcissistic personality traits come out in full force. But as we have life experience, as we age, as we mature, as we grow in emotional maturity and emotional flexibility, and we start to understand our emotions and who we are, and we gain more self-control, and we take responsibility for our actions and who we are, then we can take a handle and have a handle on these characteristics so we can display ourselves in the best way forward um, instead of displaying these narcissistic traits. And then On the diagnosable spectrum, you have NPD, which is Narcissistic Personality Disorder, which is the diagnosable mental disorder, part of the dark triad, which is uh, NPD, Machiavellianism, and psychopathy. And so that's just a quick overview of that and some phrases to look out for when interacting with someone you might potentially see to having these characteristics or having narcissistic personality types or just being a narcissist in general. This is just something to be aware of, to learn more about so you can protect yourself in all situations and you can have the power to control yourself and um, not be able to get manipulated potentially in relationships. You can recognize these signs, these warning signs, these phrases, these things that people might be doing that you're just brushing away or thinking is normal. You can have a grasp on this so you can protect yourself, live your best life and have the most fruitful uh, relationships possible. And so that's a quick overview. So I appreciate your time and attention and I will see you guys next time. Thank you.
Thank you for tuning in to that episode. What was your biggest takeaway? What idea resonated with you most deeply? And if you enjoyed that episode, please share it with a friend. Because the podcast grows from people like you sharing it with people like you. And don't forget to leave us a rating or review on Spotify or Apple. But the absolute best way to support this podcast is through Patreon. Patreon.com slash Aaron Mashbits directly supports me, this podcast, and my mental health nonprofit, You Are Loved. So click the link in the show notes and check out which tier might work best for you. But most importantly, most importantly, above all else, please, please take good care of yourselves and others. And I'll see you next time. Lots of love. Cheers.